Welcome back to the Faith Over Fear podcast. I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield, and we are continuing our study on Gathered Together with Us. Now, we have gone through two parts of this, laying a foundation. We've gone through two parts of this, laying a foundation in relation to what God spoke to me a few days ago. Now, yesterday I told you that we're going to study in on the harvest. So many of you that listen to that already understand where we're headed with this, but hopefully we can give you something else. We're going to pick up reading in Matthew chapter 13, and we're going to read a parable And you've got to understand when Jesus was talking in parables that they were parables. Okay. So Matthew chapter 13, verse 24 says, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat. Now, tares are just weeds or false grain, okay? It's false grain among the wheat, and he went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servant of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, Did you not sow good seed in your field? From when then hath it tares? And he said unto them, An enemy has done this. The servant said unto him, Wilt thou then go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares, you root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I just had another revelation while reading this. God just spoke something else to me out of this. I'll share that with you in this broadcast. Let both grow unto the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat In my barn. Now, we're going to skip down some and we're going to go to where Jesus himself actually explained this parable. And we're going to read that and then we're going to talk about it. Then Jesus sent the multitude away. This is verse 36. And went into the house and his disciples came unto him saying, declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. And he said unto them, he that soweth the good seed is the son of man talking of himself. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. Now, we've got to stop right here. We've got to understand what the end of the world is. One of the definitions of that is like the end of a dispensation, okay? 
The word world is the word aeon, okay? Aeon. It means an age. It's not some total cataclysmic destruction to everything we know. It's just the end of an age. And the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this age. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and them which do iniquity. So all of you waiting on a rapture, you might want to read this verse again. He shall gather out of the kingdom all things that offend and do iniquity. All right. So I'm just saying. And shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. And then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who has ears to hear, let him hear. So the angels, which are the reapers, are sent forth to gather out of the kingdom all things that offend and do iniquity. Now, understand this. Now, I, I think that we, we have explained emphatically that angels are messengers of the gospel. One of the definitions is pastor, preacher, teacher, minister of the gospel. So I think that we have, beyond reasonable doubt, explained that in most cases, we are actually the angels that it's talking about. But it does not mean that we are going to bring our big sickle of the word of God and just start chopping everyone's heads off at our own will. That's not how that works. That's not how any of that works. All right. The message itself does the, does the reaping. Now, I told you that I, God had spoke something to me. It said, let them grow up together in the day of harvest and I will send my reapers together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but then the wheat shall be gathered together in my barn. All right. God spoke to me that this is the part where he is separating all of those ministers that have preached all this glittery stuff. And by glittery stuff, I'm not just talking about what makes you feel good. I'm also talking about all these condemnation preachers. And I know exactly who he's talking about because the angel of God that came to me from that realm, a messenger came out of the realm, the spirit realm, and explained to me that God is done with all of those things that were going on, all of the spiritual idolatry. All of those ministers that fall into that are now going to be separated. That this is the separation. This is the harvest where he, see, he is God himself is the one who has kept all these youth out of churches. And there are people with churches full of youth that are going to say, I'm a, I'm a nut, but the majority of you will understand this. God has purposely kept them out of churches because he did not want them to get brainwashed by the spirits of religion that are ruling in those churches. Now, if that fits you, I'm sorry. I don't mean that to sound bad or to harsh or anything, but it's just point blank the way it is. 
God has purposely kept them out for that reason and would not allow them to be subjected to that spirit of religion, that it would take them over and control them because God is trying to rein all of this back into balance. See, we had all of this extreme condemnation preaching for so long, and then we have all this extreme grace preaching. So it went swung, we'll just say left and right, but it, it has no political bearing, okay? It, it swung left all the way as far as it could. And then if you swing a pendulum, gravity has to bring it back down. So it comes back down and then it swung all the way over to the other side as far as it could. And now it's, it's teetering in the middle trying to find its balance. And God is bringing this back into balance. So all of those ministers, all of those ministers that God, uh, that God has kept these youth away from are getting ready to be bundled, to be burned. Now that you got to understand, go back and listen to our series on appointed unto men wants to die. And after that, the judgment, and you'll understand the burning process. All right. I'm not even going to re-preach that because you can just go back and listen to our previous broadcasts about that. And you'll understand what he's talking about, about being burned. And then the wheat, which are the righteous, shall be gathered together in his barn. Okay? So that's where we shine forth as the sun. So all of those churches and those religious establishments are about to be exposed. They're about to go through a refining process. And I see people running out of them. Like if you turned, like if you had a room full of roaches and turned a light on, all right, they're going to run out of those places because figuratively speaking, the roof's going to cave in on them. And I said figuratively, but that do, it doesn't limit that to figuratively. But the roof is going to cave in on those establishments, and they're going to have to run out of them. They're going to have to leave them. And when they leave them, where are they going? Who's going to be there to catch them? Who's going to help them? Who's going to save them after their whole life's destroyed from those religious establishments? That's the harvest. That's the harvest that's coming. That's the harvest that now is, and that's the harvest that's coming. So get yourself ready to be that person that can save them, that when they run out, you can save them. And if you cannot save them, if you are not in a place that you can save them, you can get them to someone that can. You can get them to these broadcasts or to one of these ministries that actually can help them. All right. I'm, I'm not here promoting me. I'm here promoting the gospel of the kingdom of God, which is the everlasting gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay. So if there is another person out there preaching it, and I know that they are, there is someone out there preaching it because I know these guys, I know a few, quite a few of these guys get them to one of us, me or one of those other preachers that are preaching this gospel and salvation is there for them. And it look, when I say the word salvation, they may already be saved from sin, but they need saved from religion. All right. 
There's always, that's why he that endureth in the end, the same shall be saved because the act of salvation or the act of saving goes on perpetually. It's not a one, one and done, been there, done that, bought a t-shirt type thing. It is something that goes on perpetually and it has to go on perpetually because things are perpetually afflicting us that we have got to get set free from or delivered from. And that is in actuality what God is leading us to is into the perfection state that all of these religious establishments have forbade anyone to speak about. That's why they have caused us to believe that no one is perfect and you can't be perfect. Well, if you can't be perfect, Jesus would have never said, be ye perfect. Okay. He just wouldn't do it. If if it couldn't be done, he wouldn't have commanded you to be perfect. So God is moving us into the place where we can move into perfection, but it's got to be gathered together. It's in the gathering together in him where he has gathered all things together in him. All right. Now in him, where are we? We are in him. Where is he? He is in us. If he is in us and we are in him, then sometimes the gathering together in him actually happens in us. Okay. That's why it was so powerful when I read gathered together with us. I didn't actually read with us. I read in us gathered together in us. This is where the counsel of his will is established in us because it was originally established when we were in him before the foundation of the world. All right. We were there when he said, let it be. And it was. And that is where we have gained the spiritual understanding and wisdom in our lives to rule as king, to say, let it be, and it is. And those that are gathered together in us are hearing that again. And they are standing in agreement to let it be. Okay, let me explain this, because this is, to some of you, is going to sound weird. And if you have no spiritual concept of anything, it is weird. But if you understand that God is in you and you are in him and you are one with him and we are one with each other in him, then I'm in you and you're in me and we are in him. Okay. It's through the spirit. And you've got to understand that because that is the new move of God. It's all spirit. There's not going to be an outward show of his spirit. Now, I'm not saying that people are not going to get healed. So don't twist my words and accuse me of saying things that I'm not saying. People are going to get healed. They're being healed. We see it all the time, people getting healed. And I know that there are a lot of people that don't believe in that anymore because they have never seen it. Well, more blessed is he that believes it and has not seen it. But if you're one of those people that have to see it to believe it like I was, then you need to hang around people like us because we see it pretty often where people are being healed. All right. So I'm not saying that God is not going to heal people where you're going to see it outwardly. 
I'm telling you that all of these gimmicky things that these preachers were doing for years, he's over. He's done with. He's not going that route anymore. And I'm just going to flat say it. You don't have to send me $1,000 for God to heal you, okay? You don't buy your blessing. You don't buy your healing from me. God heals you because of faith. If you want to purchase a healing with something, purchase it with your faith because it was purchased already for you through love. So you really don't even have to purchase it. That's a bad analogy, but I'm just saying that's what brings it to pass is faith. So if you want to bring it to pass, use your faith to do it. You don't have to send $100,000 to this ministry so that God will get you out of a wheelchair. All you have to do is believe it and stand up and walk. Take up your bed and walk. That's all it takes. And then you can be healed. So God is getting away from all of that gimmicky stuff. He's doing away with all of that. And he's harvesting all of those people. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to be totally and utterly destroyed for all of eternity. No. I'm going to tell you exactly what God's going to do. And some of you preachers are going to wonder, like, how how can you just sit there and say what God's going because he has made known his mysteries unto us. Are you listening? That's why he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit's speaking unto the church. Well, I'm part of the church, and he speaks to me. Are you part of the church? Is he speaking to you? If not, then you need to get to a place where he can speak to you. So what's going on is God is going to refine those preachers, and some of them are going to understand the refining process and if we could get to them, we could, we could save all of them. Most of them anyway. So if we could get to them, we could, we could explain to them what is going on in their life, that this is part of the refining process to bring them into perfection to take them out of that. Now, yes, many of them are going to come out kicking and screaming because that's anyway. But the point is they're, they're not going to be utterly destroyed for all of eternity. God doesn't want to do that to them. God just simply wants to bring them into perfection and use them as vessels of his will, not their will. All right. Now, the harvest of the people. See, it said that the wheat were the righteous. You see that? The wheat were the righteous. Well, if they're righteous already, are you following me? If they're righteous already, then the, the, the reaping isn't unto salvation. All right. The field is the, let's look at verse 38, Matthew 13, 38. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. If they're children of the kingdom, then they're already in the kingdom. This isn't reaping unto salvation. Okay? And the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age. The reapers are the messengers of the gospel of the kingdom of God. Let's reread the next couple of verses and therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire. 
so shall it be in the end of this age. The Son of Man shall send forth his messengers, his ministers, and they shall gather out of the kingdom all things that offend in them that do iniquity. How is it gathered out? It's gathered out by the truth, the spoken word of God that is the truth. That's what gathers out of the kingdom. All things that offend and do iniquity. The word offend means to like lay a stumbling block or a trap stick. A trap stick. All right. And then the righteous, which are the children of the kingdom, shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. All right, this is not necessarily a bad thing that's going to be happening or is happening. This is a great thing that is happening because we I'm going to I'm going to save this for tomorrow. I'm going to I'm going to show you something tomorrow concerning the shine the, when the children when the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. I'm going to show you something. So you've got to tune back in tomorrow and we're going to get into that today. We are out of time. I pray that this podcast has been a blessing to you. I pray that you're sharing this with your friends. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so that you can be notified every time we launch a new podcast. You don't want to miss them. Make sure you like and subscribe and share this with all of your friends. Check out our website, pastorvancemansfield.com. If God has spoken to you, to make a donation. These are brought to you by your donations. Keep helping us bring these to you. All right. Help keep these coming to you. So this is Faith Over Fear, and I'm Pastor Vance Mansfield. I hope you have a wonderful day, and God bless you.